0: Today is the 14th day of February. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian and uh, happy Valentine's Day for all you lovers in the world. So here we are, uh, center of the second month of the year. We're working our way through the book of Exodus. We'll actually complete the book of Exodus tomorrow and we will conclude the first gospel in the New Testament, the book of Matthew, today. So, we're reading from the Contemporary English Version this week, Exodus chapter 37 and 38. Bezalel built a chest of acacia wood 45 inches long, 27 inches wide and 27 inches high. He covered it inside and out with pure gold and put a gold edging around the top. He made four gold rings and fastened one of them to each of the four legs of the chest. Then he made two poles of acacia wood, covered them with gold, and put them through the rings so the chest could be carried by the poles. The entire lid of the chest, which was also covered with pure gold, was the place of mercy. On each of the two ends of the chest, he made a winged creature of hammered gold. They faced each other, and their wings covered the place of mercy. Bazalel built a table of acacia wood 36 inches long, 18 inches wide, and 27 inches high. He covered it with pure gold and put a gold edging around it with a border three inches wide. He made four gold rings and attached one to each of the legs near the edging. The poles for carrying the table were placed through these rings and were made of acacia wood covered with gold. Everything that was to be set on the table was made of pure gold, the bowls, plates, Jars and cups for wine offerings. Bezalel made a lampstand of pure gold. The whole lampstand, including its decorative flowers, was made from a single piece of hammered gold, with three branches on each of its two sides. There were three decorative almond blossoms on each branch and four on the stem. There was also a blossom where each pair of branches came out from the stem. The lampstand, including its branches and decorative flowers, was made from a single piece of hammered pure gold. The lamp and its equipment, including the tongs and trays, were made of about 75 pounds of pure gold. For burning incense, Bezalel made an altar of acacia wood It was 18 inches square and 36 inches high, with each of its four corners sticking up like the horn of a bull. He covered it with pure gold and put a gold edging around it. Then below the edging on opposite sides he attached two gold rings through which he put the poles for carrying the altar. These poles were also made of acacia wood and covered with gold. Bezalel mixed the oil for dedication and the sweet-smelling spices for the incense. Bezalel built an altar of acacia wood for offering sacrifices. It was seven and a half feet square and four and a half feet high, with each of its four corners sticking up like the horn of a bull, and it was completely covered with bronze. The equipment for the altar was also made of bronze. The pans for the hot ashes, the shovels, the meat forks, and the fire pans. Midway up the altar, he built a ledge around it and covered the bottom half of the altar with a decorative bronze grating. Then he attached a bronze ring beneath the ledge at the four corners to put the poles through. He covered two acacia wood poles with bronze and put them through the rings for carrying the altar Which was shaped like an open box. Bezalel made a large bowl and a stand out of bronze from the mirrors of the women who helped at the entrance to the sacred tent. Around the sacred tent, Bezalel built a courtyard 150 feet long on the south and north, and 75 feet wide on the east and west. He used 20 bronze posts on bronze stands for the south and north, and 10 for the west. Then he hung a curtain of fine linen on the posts along each of these three sides by using silver hooks and rods. He placed three bronze posts on each side of the entrance at the east, and hung a curtain seven and a half yards wide on each set of posts. For the entrance to the courtyard, Basilel made a curtain 10 yards long, which he hung on four bronze posts that were set on bronze stands. This curtain was the same height as the one for the rest of the courtyard and was made of fine linen, embroidered and woven with blue, purple, and red wool. He hung the curtain on the four posts using silver hooks and rods The pegs for the tent and for the curtain around the tent were made of bronze. Bezalel had worked closely with Aholiab, who was an expert at designing and engraving and at embroidering blue, purple, and red wool. The two of them completed the work that the Lord had commanded. Moses made Aaron's son, Ithamar, responsible for keeping record of the metals used for the sacred tent. According to the official weights, the amount of gold given was 2,209 pounds, and the silver that was collected when the people were counted came to 7,550 pounds. Everyone who was counted paid the required amounts, and there was a total of 603,550 men who were 20 years old or older. Seventy-five pounds of the silver were used to make each of the one hundred stands for the sacred tent and the curtain. The remaining fifty pounds of silver were used for the hooks and rods and for covering the tops of the posts. Five thousand three hundred pounds of bronze were given, and it was used to make the stands for the entrance to the tent, the altar, and its grating the equipment for the altar, the stands for the posts that surrounded the courtyard, including those at the entrance to the courtyard, and the pegs for the tent and the courtyard. Matthew 28 The Sabbath was over and it was almost daybreak on Sunday when Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. Suddenly, a strong earthquake struck and the Lord's angel came down from heaven. He rolled away the stone and sat on it. The angel looked as bright as lightning and his clothes were white as snow. The guards shook from fear and fell down as though they were dead The angel said to the woman, Don't be afraid. I know you are looking for Jesus, who was nailed to a cross. He isn't here. God has raised him to life, just as Jesus said he would. Come, see the place where his body was lying. Now hurry, tell his disciples that he has been raised to life and is on his way to Galilee. Go there, and you will see him. That is what I came to tell you. The women were frightened and yet very happy as they hurried from the tomb and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly, Jesus met them and greeted them. They went near him, held onto his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said, Don't be afraid. Tell my followers to go to Galilee. They will see me there. While the women were on their way, some soldiers who had been guarding the tomb went into the city. They told the chief priests everything that had happened. So the chief priests met with the leaders and decided to bribe the soldiers with a lot of money. They said to the soldiers, Tell everyone that Jesus' disciples came during the night and stole his body while you were asleep. If the governor hears about this, we will talk to him. You won't have anything to worry about. The soldiers took the money and did what they were told. The Jewish people still tell each other this story. Jesus' eleven disciples went to a mountain in Galilee where Jesus had told them to meet Him. They saw Him and worshipped Him, but some of them doubted. Jesus came to them and said, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Go to the people of all nations and make them my disciples. Baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teach them to do everything I have told you. I will be with you always, even until the end of the world. Psalm 34, 11-22 Come, my children. Listen as I teach you to respect the Lord. Do you want to live and enjoy a long life? Then don't say cruel things and don't tell lies. Do good instead of evil and try to live at peace. If you obey the Lord, He will watch over you and answer your prayers. But God despises evil people, and He will wipe them all from the earth till they are forgotten. When His people pray for help, He listens and rescues them from their troubles. The Lord is there to rescue all who are discouraged and have given up hope. The Lord's people may suffer a lot, but He will always bring them safely through. Not one of their bones will ever be broken. Wicked people are killed by their own evil deeds. And if you hate God's people, you will be punished. The Lord saves the lives of His servants. Run to Him for protection and you won't be punished. Proverbs 9, 9-10 If you have good sense, instruction will help you to have even better sense. And if you live right, education will help you to know even more. Respect and obey the Lord. This is the beginning of Wisdom have understanding you must know the Holy God Father we thank you for your word we thank you for bringing us uh, to the conclusion of the first gospel and the story of your resurrection (laughs) the story of all stories we thank you for rescuing our hearts we thank you for redeeming our souls We thank you for aligning us to your will and your ways and inviting us near so we can come into your presence with boldness as children. That is almost unfathomably good news. And so we thank you, Father, for your word that instructs us in these things and reveals to us the narrow path that leads to life. And we invite your Holy Spirit to lead us into all truth. And on this day that we commemorate love in the world, we love you. We love you with all of our hearts. We love you above all others. And through that love and that intimacy and that union, we can love those around us because we are loving them with your love. Come Holy Spirit and help us to spread love throughout the earth today, we pray. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. Okay, so dailyaudiobible.com is the website and it's home base and it is where you find out what's going on around here. And yeah, just a couple of days from now, we will be leaving for, uh, for the land of the Bible. But this is Valentine's Day And I have invited my valentine, my, my, my best friend, my all. I mean, I don't know what I would do without my wife. So I have invited her uh, to come talk to you about our upcoming more gathering for women that uh, will take place this April in the mountains of North Georgia. So... Welcome. Welcome, Joe.
1: Thank you, babe. I probably should have got you something better than I did after that. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Those of you who are in waiting and in hopes of a Valentine someday. So this is where I usually talk to the men, to the husbands. So if that's you... Ladies, you are excused for the moment. Go get your nails done. Go get a cup of coffee. Um, Go get a cupcake. If you are not married, fathers, I would also ask you to lend your ear this way. And maybe women who are still on the fence, thinking about coming to more. I don't know what I could say to you that hasn't already been said as far as what you might experience at more, I truly believe as women, most of us, if not all of us, live with a secret desire, the secret longing, hope, secret cry or prayer or desperation that there has to be something more than this. I am supposed to be something more, someone more than who I am. I feel as women, we live under an umbrella, a secret umbrella of shame that we need to be doing more than what we are and we need to be doing more better than what we are doing. Now, this might not be all women, I meet a lot of women on the road. I meet with a lot of women throughout the week. And this is what I'm hearing. I see your tears. I hear you apologize for your tears. I hear you say, I don't even know why I'm crying or where these came from. That tells me you are living alone with thoughts. And there are few safe places to let those thoughts, those feelings, those emotions go. So, husbands, fathers, significant others, if you have heard your wife, your daughter, your sister, if you've heard any of these women voice any of these emotions, any of these thoughts, then she should be at more. We have created a very safe place to validate a woman's emotions a woman's longing, a woman's fears, a woman's lies that are trapped inside their mind. But we're not stopping at validation. We are exploring this together. I have a team of women who are willing to be vulnerable to talk about their pain, their shame, their hurt. So we're going to validate the secret that most women live with. We're going to explore it together. We're going to dig deep. This is not your fluffy women's conference. We're going to dig deep. We're going to get healed and set free from some things. And we are going to teach women who they are and let them loose to be all that God created them to be. So this is me imploring you men husbands grandfathers brothers if you have a woman that needs to be there if you have a woman who is lost who is overwhelmed who does not know sh- who she is or where she's going who feels like she is spiraling out of control please send her to more and give her one of the greatest gifts you could ever give now Now, women, I'm going to talk to you again because this might be the last time I get to talk about more before the gathering. So we're still a couple of months away. Some of you are still on the fence. Some of you are really afraid. Some of you hate women's gatherings. I get it. I do too. I did too. That's why it's so funny that God has had me create a whole conference for women. I hated them too. But it was actually at a women's conference captivating in colorado with the ministry of ransomed heart john and stacy eldridge where god completely healed me and showed me who i am in him so this was our starting point our starting point was captivating to reiterate the message of captivating it has slowly morphed and was birthed into something more (laughs) ironic don't you think no that's just jesus this is what he does so, ladies, you've decided to get there. You're gonna sign up. You're gonna you're gonna bite the bullet. You're gonna do this thing. You're gonna you're you're going for it. Let me tell you some things that you absolutely will have to hear and trust me in this process. But hold on to these words. You will have to fight the fear to get there. Once you say yes, every possible thing that could be used against you, that would hinder you from getting there, will happen. You will think that you're going to be alone and the isolation will prevent you. You might snore. And so you say, I don't want to be in a room full of women. Guess what? You will be with fellow snorers. You already feel alone. You're worried about going alone and remaining alone. Guess what? That is not true. You will leave with some of the deepest friendships relationships that you have ever had. And it might be women clear across the country, but we have this beautiful thing called the internet that keeps us connected. You're going to say that you have a special diet. Fantastic. A lot of women do. We have an incredible chef who will meet every dietary need possible. Maybe you're older, you can't walk well, but you would really like to come. Guess what? We can accommodate you as well. We have ways to meet every need possible but you will have to fight through to say yes and what i am most excited about this year is two things that god has highlighted for us one is we are continuing to move forward for the deaf community god has provided two american sign language interpreters two asl interpreters for more 2019 Here's the thing. God has equipped us with two ASL interpreters and our greatest form and tool of marketing is an audible podcast. (laughs) So we will need your help. If you have a deaf friend or sister, could you help us spread the word and let them know this is undoubtedly something that God is doing. And I know this because it's beyond my realm of anything. I think I know two words in what Ezekiel calls silent language, is that not precious? So, um, but this is a, a dream that one of my team members had. We've got to take this to the deaf community. God has provided a way for that. We would love it if you could help us spread the word. The second thing is, this is not a conference we typically say, yes, mothers and daughters come together. Here's why, there's some really personal work that women have to do here. And it is so difficult sometimes to do work that we need to do when we feel like we need to nurture another woman. And so it's really difficult for a a, a mom to come out of the role of a mom to first be a daughter. However, we have had such an unprecedented amount of mothers and daughters register together this year that we just had to stop telling women that we advise against it and we're rolling with it because of the amount of women signing up together we felt like this is directly what Jesus is inviting us into this year because sometimes we put these boundaries in these healthy parameters up you know oh no we need to protect the women and then times like this he just he just makes it known that the boundaries are, are being blown into shreds and so we are We are um, acknowledging the amount of mothers and daughters coming together. We are welcoming you. So what I want to say to you all the way now, two and a half months out from conference, from more, is that if you are a mother coming with your daughter, I need you to get into the place and the mindset that you are coming first and foremost as a daughter, we are not all mothers coming but we are all daughters and so we've got to stay in the mindset that first and foremost we were a daughter first before we were anything and we are a daughter of the most high king we are a daughter to that woman that carried us in her womb for nine months and i think if you can remember that in in this context and we'll remind you at the conference all throughout the weekend, but if you if you can come in first as a daughter, I think you're going to have a completely different experience. Daughters, if you're coming with your mother or you're considering coming with your mother, I'm going to ask you to get into the headspace and the heart place to be mindful that she is coming first as a daughter, and that will make more sense at the conference, but even right now, you need... If you could consider that, then maybe even some of you that are on the fence of whether you can come do this thing together, um, maybe that will compel you forward. So the invitation has been given. The invitation is extended. The invitation is in my hand. My hand is reached out. And I would be absolutely thrilled if you just accepted the invite and placed that Invitation in your hand, and and say yes. This is not a numbers game for us. This is not uh, um, this is not an ego stroke of oh we've 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 gotten the, the best number that we ever have this year. We pray for a number every year, and that number already has been exceeded. And truly, what I wish everyone to know is this is the work of my heart, of my life that I feel like everything I have been through in life has come down to this moment. I have told the Lord time after time after time again, I say yes, I give my life to showing women who they are in you and watching them be set free, watching them live the life that God intended for them to live. Nothing brings me greater joy. Nothing gives me more sense of fulfillment and purpose. And I will not stop until every woman that is within my capability, my sphere of earshot knows who they are in Jesus. Because when I, I firmly believe when we know who we are, when we know whose we are, It does not matter what He's asked of us. We say yes, and we go in full abandon towards Him and what He has for us. And that will set the world on fire. That will change the world we live in. I don't want to just pray for change and hope for change and wait for somebody else to change things. I want to be the change, and I want you to be the change as well. So... Will you come with me to more 2019, April 11th through the 14th in Jasper, Georgia? If you are saying yes, you can sign up www.moregathering.com or you can go to www.dailyaudiobible and scroll down until you see the More Gathering page. That's it for me. Happy Valentine's Day. I love you all. Each and every one love one another.
2: Hello, Daily... Audio Bible community. This is uh, Joanna Coleman from Sunshine State in Arizona. This is my first time calling, and I'm calling because of my daughter. She loved you guys so much. You talked so much about Brian and uh, China and the rest of the family. And I've listened off and on, but this year my word is back. I'm going to go through the Bible with Brian the whole year. And I just want to say that I love you guys. This is February, and I started in January, but I love you guys. And I love the encouragers. I love the prayer warriors. I love those that are in need. And I just pray that God be all the needs of all those that called in in the name of Jesus. I love you guys. And I'm with you now. God bless you all. Bye-bye. Hi Daily Audio Bible, this is Rebecca from Michigan and it's February 10th and I decided to p- pray for the leader of the pack, Brian Harden, and this trip to Israel. So I pray for him right now, Lord Jesus, that you, Father God, will put the angels of God around him and plead the blood of Jesus over his life and be take his angels' wings over to the Israel and help him. Um, accomplish what he needs to be accomplishing and be ministered to by what he sees. And I know it's like going back in a time machine because we're going back in history. Kind of like super books to me, but um, I pray that you will just touch this life and his family and people that are going over there. And I pray they enjoy it because I'm not going to be there because of finances. Or um, lack, lack of money. But for the people that can enjoy it, I pray that they're angels and will be there with them. And God's blood will be over their bodies and their lives and their families and their airplane rides over there. That you keep them um, safe and away from harm. And they will um, be ministered to and blessed by you, God, because you are a blessing and worthy to be praised and honored and glory, and you deserve to be um, worshipped because of all you've done in our lives, and you brought a community of people together, like the roots on the bottom of a tree are
3: tangled up together to keep us each other strong in community. Hi, family. This is his little Cherie in Canada. And I had mentioned a prayer request that my husband's birth mom, Roberta, had been diagnosed with cancer and she was beginning chemo treatment. We got some shocking news this morning. Roberta has been given days to live. Apparently the cancer is very advanced and very aggressive. They've stopped all treatment and told her that she only has a matter of days to live. So her family is gathering in the city where she is in hospital. And my husband Rob and I will be going up tomorrow. And I just ask prayer for Roberta. We're praying and believing for a miracle still because we know that God has the final word but please pray for strength for her and peace for the family, and that in all of this, everyone would be drawn closer to Jesus. There are unbelievers in the family, so we're praying for their salvation. Thank you so much for your family. <laughs> Sorry, for your prayers. Oh, I'm feeling a little flustered, obviously, but I love you and I appreciate you at all. Bye. Hello, dear friends. This is
4: Candace from Oregon. Let's pray together for those who are on a trip to Israel. Lord, we pray for everyone who is traveling to Israel. We pray, Lord, that this trip will be one that is covered in your blessings, in your care, in your tender mercies. We pray, Lord, that everyone will have good health and that you'll just protect them on their way in everywhere. Surround them. Lord, with guardian angels, Lord, I pray that it will have what you want. It will have this effect of bringing each one into an even deeper, more intimate walk with you, Lord. Engage each one with you as they walk through the streets and locations where you have been and where where things took place in the Old Testament as well. Thank you, Lord, for this. I pray selfishly that one day I might get to go do this as well. And please um, make all the logistics just run very, very, very smoothly and help each one to know that it's you and to bring you honor and glory and thanksgiving every day. We join them in this. In Jesus' name, amen.